Ring out the bell for Christmas, played by the Edison Concert Band. Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. And Christmas! That's right. It happened again. It happened again. Every year, it turns out Christmas keeps coming. Every episode, we have guests come on. And on our Christmas episodes, we have Christmas guests come on and Christmas play through a Christmas escape room. And this Christmas, we have two returning Christmas guests. We have, uh, from last year, who I believe had changed his name to Christmas Paul Christmas, we have Paul Williams. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Honored to be here. You sound very, very jolly. Uh, yes. <laughs> good to have you back. And then joining you, we have another previous Christmas from, contestant. From Christmas past. From a, a ghost of Christmas past. We have Alex Horn. Welcome. Hello. Also, honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, That's ho. how it's done. Oh, it's very exciting to have the two of you on together. Um, mm. Obviously, you have sort of a... A thematic connection in that one of you is Alex Horn and one of you pretends to be Alex Horn. Well, I would object to that. I quite often pretend to be Paul Williams nowadays. We have the same job. And I'm yes. mainly pretending to be Vin Diesel. I, I haven't told people that, but that's who oh, that's I'm the going that's for. the ARG. That's the meta. If people figure that out. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited to have the two of you come on together, and and because you have this sort of similar role, you both both do it. The the you're the taskmaster's assistant. Do you think two assistants in a single escape room is going to be a good dynamic? No. <laughs> Do you, Paul? Um, no. We're, be- we're very beta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Like a black hole is going to open or something, but like I don't think this would have been my, my first choice of... No disrespect to Alex, but just... None taken. You know, give him Jeremy, give me Greg. Ah. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have no one to assist. That's our problem. We have, we'll have no true function. Mm. That's fair. We'll, you'll need to create some kind of atavistic presence in the room that you can you know what? agree I'm, on. I've got to say, as far as how this room goes and what the theme of it is, I think it could fit this perfectly. Ooh, this might work. Perfectly. Do, I have, do I have 20 seconds to um, Google atavistic? That's no, what I, prefer, I had to do I'd two days ago don't. when he used that word. I very much prefer you don't because there's, a, there's like an 80% chance it's a completely irrelevant word. Well, it is a word. That's good. Yeah. Give me Relating... etymology before definition, please. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's relating to something ancient. Oh. Or ancestral. Ancestral. Like a spirit. You're summoning up an ancestral spirit of service. I'm perfectly fine with my use of this word. Me it's too. poetic. I'm just going to Google poetic. Yeah, yeah, th- th- just check it out, because there's an 80% oh, no, chance poetic. I haven't used that word. <laughs> so every episode we have guests on to play through these rooms, and, and we have the same questions for the guests, which is, uh, starting with, this is an escape room podcast. We've asked you this before, but what is, are there any updates to your escape room experience? Uh, Alex, any changes in escape room life? I did only one escape room in 2023, apart from mm-hmm. this one, and it was in place in Canada that isn't Vancouver and it was my first not good escape room oh no. well you've always got to have one of those yeah we did it as a family and at the end we all said that was not a good escape room 
Oh, um, it was themed around uh, the Matrix. Okay. Huh. We were so excited, and uh, we left not not as excited. But so I'm it, it's, I'm chomping at the bit for this one. I'm not primed. I I haven't. I'm not gig fit. That okay. That's fair. That's how I like you. Okay. Uh, for people, for people uh, not from the UK, gig fit is a phrase uh, referring to being as fit as Ryan Giggs, ready to play <laughs> soccer. Uh, and then, uh, Paul, is there any update to your escape room experience? You know what? I, I actually think in the, the past year, I have not done a single escape room. Last time I talked about that one in Paris, that was kind mm. of an escape room and it was mm. incredible. And that again, I've forgotten talking. what it's called. Oh, I but will yeah. say we got a, we got a, f- a few, uh, messages from fans of the show being like, what is this? What is this? A uh, Paris escape room thing? I got to look this. Up. Oh my god, I did this with oh, and a lot of buzz, yeah. a lot of lot of Paris buzz. In well, the, uh, it, it, I was a huge school. recommend from me, and but no, I've done no escape rooms since the last time I was on. But I have, I did escape from prison. Um, oh, that's good. But yes, that was more just. I think we did that once. Yes. Wonderful. And then the other element of this show is it's escape rooms mixed with a tabletop role playing style. So going opposite order this time, Paul, do you have any uh, updates or fun things going on in the world of tabletop role-playing? No. I talked last night at a, a social gathering. I was talking to some people who were playing D&D. And so I spoke to them um, <laughs> about that. But other than that, no. That you didn't try and join... you're, you're now a character in their campaign. Yeah, that is that's yeah. probably true. I did say if you ever need like a guest to come along and one-off player a guest role let me know so that is always the best thing to do i love doing that because it means you're not afraid to die mm. <laughs> you're often looking for it's like we're, i am the, actively the end of the session we putting need a, my character we in need a positions. reason that you're not going to be here next yep. month quickly quickly die there's a dragon over there run it it's more Paul, run it the more usually happens uh, and then Alex, are there any, uh, if, if you've done any tabletop role-playing since last we spoke? I have not. I'm not afraid of death, just so you know. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm excited about That's it. That's admirable. I, I, just to give a positive spin on Canada while I'm here, <laughs> so, um, yep. I did go to a board game cafe in Vancouver. Oh, that's lovely. And it was really, really good. Um, but I, we didn't do D&D. We did S and L. S and L. Wait, wait. Wait. Snakes and ladders. Correct, Ooh. Paul. Oh, We're wow. on fire. We're going to be fine today. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. They're solving puzzles. They're creating themselves. Well, before we get into the actual room, I actually have one uh, last question. Just as the curveball, this doesn't normally happen. <gasps> I wanted to ask, in your childhoods, was there ever a present that you really wanted that just didn't happen? I've got two. Ooh, please. Glasses with windscreen wipers. Ah. Nice. Always wanted them. And also... You could get this machine that laid down um, dominoes and created wow. domino runs for you. Always wanted that machine. Never came. That's exciting. That is cool. Mm. I've seen them. I've seen a thing like that. It's like a, like a, like sometimes you get them like they're a train. You mm. can get them modeled like That's a train. That's beautiful. And it goes, chuka, 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 and it drops the dominoes behind I love That's that. the one. I want That's that now. Want. Yeah. I think oh. they're quite cheap and easily accessible, but still. But it's not the same. You can't no, it's bite yourself. That's that's I giving up. Mother to get me it, mm. but she will not. Sheila will not. How about you, Paul? Uh, I also too jumped to mind. One was this. Uh, it was like a model of Tracy Island from. Is that is that even what it's called? Tracy Island from Thunderbirds. And like you could um you'd go like and the pool would slide and you could pull the rocket out or like it had secret 
things that would open up and then the Thunderbird would come out. Um, so there was that. And then the second thing I really wanted was a Lego set that was Steven Spielberg's movie <laughs> studio. And it came with this tiny camera and <laughs> you, yeah, you were supposed to like make movies in the Lego. And oh, I actually thought camera. about it. A ton- a little yeah, working. working. I wow. mean, I what? assume it wasn't shooting cinema grade footage, but um, yeah, some like a tiny sort of webcam style camera, um, like a Pokemon Game Boy camera. Yeah, really low res kind. I imagine That's amazing. Mm. Well, thank you. Good answers. Sorry. Good answers, Alex and Paul. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. We'll Absolutely. Time. Good answers, Alex and Paul. Thank yeah, you. I now, I now feel like I didn't want enough things in my childhood. Mine are, my answers are so much worse, but my answers don't matter. Oh no. Do I have any answers? I don't know if I have. I think. Your life was perfect. I just have no, I just have no memories of my childhood. <laughs> I probably wanted stuff and I probably got some of it. For me, it was uh, one of those marionette birds. Never got one Did of those. Did you not get a marionette no. bird? Oh, you should have gone to the Easter show. They were everywhere. <laughs> this is some Australian references for people yeah, playing completely. along at home. Go oh, to the Easter show, get yourself a marionette bird, comes out of a show bag, you'll be great. Um, uh, but anyway. One, well, in that case, Danny, are we good to get started with, to our, with our Christmas cheer yes. and joy Let's do and caroling? Mm-hmm. We're just going to mm. carol for an hour, right? Sure. All right. I'm not singing this intro. All right. You two are going to be merged into one person. Not only one person, one teenaged person. Every piece of film, literature, and advertising has always told you the same thing about Christmas for your entire 16 years of life. It's a time for joy, relaxation, and family. So why, you want to know, is your family bent on turning it into a bed of stress and torture just for you? Look, it's your sister's fault, really. She's only seven, so it's hard to accuse her of knowing how bad a problem she's caused. And look, she hasn't done anything wrong, exactly. See, your sister Beth has gotten really into science this year. She loves technology, conducting experiments, making up inventions, all of that. And one interesting side effect is that she has confided in you that she has come to the conclusion that Santa Claus is not real. (gasps) Look... It had to happen sometime, didn't it? It wouldn't normally bother you. Seven? Maybe a bit early, but it's okay. And ever since you outgrew having a curfew, it's been your job to put her present under the tree while she and your parents are sleeping on Christmas Eve. It'll be a relief not to have to bother with that anymore. Except your parents don't exactly agree. They are very Christmassy. They push the, very much the magic of Christmas idea and they put all of that onto Beth and anytime you have so much as rolled your eyes you have been given a very stern warning you say to Beth that Santa isn't real and you go presentless and grounded for the rest of your childhood so this Christmas Eve with a tired groan you get up right before the clock hits midnight you take Beth's present from Santa out from the back of your wardrobe You tiptoe out in the lounge room. By the light of the fireplace, you walk over to the Christmas tree, deposit the present, then head for the coffee table for the obligatory bite of biscuit and sip of milk that have been left out. Not much of a reward, but it's something. You swirl the milk around in your mouth and frown. This doesn't taste quite right. Everyone in your house is lactose intolerant and drinks non-dairy substitutes, but this... This tastes like actual milk. That's weird. 
and rude. Now you've got to go quickly grab some lactate from the kitchen or you're going to be a wreck all tomorrow. So you scurry over and you find the door to the kitchen is locked. Something weird is going on. You turn and look at the lounge room. And this is where you can start drawing a map if that's your preference or just take notes on what you see around you. Mostly everything is normal. The front door leading outside is in the southwest corner. And the TV takes up a good portion of the south wall. Three doors to the bedrooms are in the west wall. Yours is the furthest south, then Beth's, then your parents'. In the centre of the room is the couch and coffee table. And at the north end is the Christmas tree, presents scattered beneath it. The east wall has a fireplace with photos on the mantel. And stockings hang... uh, Wait, not hanging. The Christmas stockings are on the floor. Which is fair, because if they were hanging, the fire might accidentally touch them and burn the house down during the... Huh. Why is the fire lit when everyone's in bed? And, hang on, what's that tape to the wall high above the TV? Is that a spy camera? You look at the kitchen door again, and down low a piece of paper is taped to its surface. And on it, you read the words, Santa doesn't need the kitchen. And then you realise, this is a sting operation. Beth is getting her own evidence that Santa isn't real. She's recording your every movement, and she's even left traps. A fire so that Santa couldn't come down the chimney, a glass of intestine-destroying milk for you, who knows what else. Look, you don't really care what she believes in, and you don't like lying to her, but you like being grounded even less. You have to destroy any evidence that you were the one who dropped off her Santa present. And you don't have long. As soon as your stomach realises that you've just drunk real milk, any chance of an alibi tomorrow is long gone. And now you are free. Please save Christmas. Can I ask you one geography question to be really boring? Absolutely. Where, where, where is the kitchen door? Kitchen door is also in the north wall. I thought Got you it. were going to ask uh, what the weather was like, and it is a northern hemisphere Christmas. Okay. We have to save Christmas, Paul. we got to do it. And wait, what's what's our sister's name? Beth. Beth. And do we do have we... a name? Mm. I, you can come up with that right now. On the count of three. One, two, three. Lee Ham. Bradley. Well, I want it to be Lee Ham, so it's Beth Lee Ham. Oh. Bethlehem. But Bradley is Bradley and Beth. Bra- Bradley Ham. Bradley Ham. Bradley Ham. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. Go for it, Bradley Ham. Where would you like to go? What do you think is going to help you? Well, other half of the 16-year-old boy. Um, yeah. There's a, thing, a few things we're meant to look at, I think. Should we have a look at the photos? Yeah, let's start with the photos. But we don't want to get too close to the fire. We'll peer at the photos. While your parents take a lot of photos, only a few at a time get mantle privileges. Right now, it's photos of Christmas's past, of this very lounge room. In each one, the whole family is bunched up, arms around each other, smiling on the couch in front of the Christmas tree. Even though each one is from a different year, they're practically identical, except for you and Beth getting a little bit visibly older. Hmm. Hmm. Is there anything in... Can we look in the stockings, maybe? These four Christmas stockings, there's one for each of you, Beth, and both of your parents. Your initials are sewn onto them, so you know which is which. I assume you and Beth have to use middle names then. (laughs) Uh, They're on the floor instead of neatly hung up in front of the fireplace. 
they're still in a line like they usually are. Mum's, then yours, then Beth's, then Dad's, but just on the floor. And what's more, all the sweets you stuffed them with last night, you always have sweets rather than presents in the stockings, they're on the floor as well. And you had a sneaking suspicion that Beth did this just so she could steal some, but a quick count reveals 30 sweets, and you know they come 30 to a packet, so that's not it. Mm. Someone's emptied the sweets out of the stockings. Mm. And there's nothing else in the stockings? No. Oh. Mm. I want to throw everything into the fire. <laughs> Whoa. Are you with me, Paul? Define everything. Stockings, sweets, photos, tree, TV. Uh, I personally, should we look at, <laughs> as the, the angel on the other shoulder, should we at least look at these things like before getting rid of them? Look at them once they're burnt, Paul. But they'll be quite different then. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. No, you're right. You're right. Let's look at them before and after they're burnt. That's fair. Yeah. Could I at least take the photos apart? I just want to make sure there's nothing hidden in the frames or on the back of them, any writing. That's very fair. A good dismantling can often be a good idea. But uh, in this case, no, there is nothing extraordinary about them. There's nothing hidden in the frames, nothing like that. Just a lot of these nearly identical photos. Nearly identical photos, Paul. So Wait, so they're nearly identical, but we're just getting older. Exactly. So we're looking really close now at the photos, Mm -hmm. focusing on any differences. Legitimately, the only differences are you yourself. And you're not surprised by this because it's just the family couch with the Christmas tree in the background and you guys all sitting on the couch. And your family Christmas tree, it's not even the sort that you dismantle and then put back up and redecorate every year. Dad just picks the whole thing up, stuffs it in a cupboard, and then picks it back up for the next year. So it's exactly the same tree every year as well. Literally everything is the same. Okay. Okay. Do you want to head south, north, east, or west, Paul? Um, Maybe north to the tree. I'll meet you there. We're the same body. Yeah, I'll meet you there. I'm just chucking one of the stockings in the fire. (laughs) Which one? Okay. Just a a subtle kick with the foot that he's in control of as you leave. No, I won't. I've just put my hand in the fire briefly. Mm. I just need to burn something, so I've put my hand in for a little bit. Excruciating. (laughs) Yeah, it hurts. Those are the sacrifices you make to keep Christmas spirit alive. I'm really regretting putting my hand in. I'm sort of the <laughs> the other side of the brain. So we're at the tree, are we? Are we going to look at the tree or the presents? Maybe tree first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christmas tree, it's tall, immaculate plastic, reused every uh, like every year. And so as far as you can tell, it's a very normal Christmas tree. It's got the star on top, a whole lot of baubles and tinsel snaking its way down to the base where all the presents sit. Highly normal. Ooh, do we want? We've we got a picture of the Christmas tree. I do have a picture Ooh. of the Christmas tree. Okay. Uh, let me just share this with you by slowly Be prepared for the, the photorealism. Co- the correct button. Um, While we're right. waiting, my dad used to work. Uh, he was a stoker on a train. <gasps> it meant that when he was really bad, his <laughs> stocking was... Um, full of <laughs> chocolate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I you're going to say whole... he stuck his hand in the fire a lot. <laughs> uh, so yes, there's an image. Uh, people can see this at home. It's linked in the show notes below. Uh, but it's an image yeah. of the Christmas tree uh, that uh, either Alex and or Paul can can look at. You don't need to do a full description of it right now, but it's there. No, for but I think you'll agree. It's a tree. Yeah. yeah. Interesting decorations, though. Thirteen Each one unique. Mm. Yeah. 
There's a little dog, or is it a reindeer in the bottom left? It's is got it, a red nose. Rudolph? I think it's, it's Rudolph. It's a red. I think it's a red-nosed dog. It's Snoopy pretending to be Rudolph. Or is it a purple dog top left? Uh, that's a mitten. That's a mitten. Yeah, that's a mitten. You've got the you've got the disease where you see dogs in everything. <laughs> it's paradoglia. Okay, so that's the tree. So there's some colours. There's lots of colours going on, isn't there? Purple, oh, yes. red, orange, blue. Mm. Mm. This feels like a puzzle we're going to have to solve at some point. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, a little hard to know just looking at a picture, like just looking at this image of the tree. Well, like, so as a side note, just so it's said for anybody looking at this image, I definitely, as soon as I saw this tree, interpreted the red tinsel as an open, scary mouth with two eyes above mm. it going, I'm a tree. Yeah, that's what, oh, yeah. It does look a bit like sort of Joker, Joker smile. <laughs> yeah. That's but also I don't a know great how drawing. I got this tinsel. Mm. Okay. And how many, how many presents are underneath this tree? So there's, first of all, the big present for Beth that's wrapped differently from all the others, and then six smaller normal presents. Really? Uh, yeah, Beth's one stands out because the other six, you've had too many guessing incidents in the past, so now the rule is that you all wrap them in exactly the same paper, exactly the same rectangular box, as ambiguous as possible until opening. Of course, you know, just because it's family, you already know quite a good deal about what these presents are going to be. Obviously, you know what you got your parents. You got them a new set of screwdrivers, because they're quite handy. You got Beth a lava lamp. You specifically asked your parents for uh, some lotto scratch cards, because you're interested in winning big. And as for what Beth got you, it's a long story, but you've got this silly tradition where one of you always gifts the other one a box of rice. And it's the same box of rice every year. It started out about an argument about whether rice is ever bad. And he said, after a after a hundred years, it'd go bad. It doesn't matter. One of you always gives the other the same box of rice. And this year, it's your turn. Beth said that she was going to get your parents something they both love, but didn't give any more details. And your parents wouldn't say what they got Beth, except that they chuckled and said that she'd grow into her gift. Didn't sound like they were talking about clothes, though. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, you actually also just noticed something. That's a bit unfortunate. The only way you can tell whose present is whose is by the card taped to the front. But all the cards have been ripped off and are scattered on the floor. Is this part of Beth's anti-Santa thing? How does that make sense? Oh, so we can take a look at the picture of what you see with all of the various presents and cards, but none of them are attached to each other. I guess, again, for people at home, all these images you can see in the show notes, but Paul will give you a vague description of any new present information garnered oh. from this picture. Okay, so the each of the six presents, all wrapped identical, but each one has a different letter sort of in vivid drawn on it. Actually, they have multiple letters drawn on mm. them. It looks like they have one on the side and then one on the top under the ribbon. And in fact, if you rotate them, there's a different letter on every side. It's just the theme of this wrapping paper. Yeah, wow. And then over to you, Alex. Well, I'd love to read these cards out. They're in a selection of dreadful fonts. Um, <laughs> True. That's Christmas cards. These are just strewn all over the floor. To mum and dad, hope you're on top of the world this Christmas. 
on top of the world this Christmas. Now, uh, Bradlehem is just a bit of a long name to write out, so you never bother ah. actually writing your name on your cards. That's from us. So, Got it. Yeah, if there's ever a blank, it's you. Okay, so this one is probably to Bradlehem. Your turn having it back for a year. Kiss, cuddle, kiss, Beth. So that's the rice. Then mum and dad, and this is from Beth with her traditional kiss, cuddle, kiss. In front of you's the greatest gift, the greatest gift you'll get. You might enjoy the others, but you ain't seen nothing yet. She has a gift for rhyming. Mm. Do you want to read the other three, Paul? I feel like we okay. should read them. Yeah. Okay. To Beth. Uh, so this one's from us. To Beth. Mm. Uh, to Beth. And then in the font uh, Joker face, it says, have, I think that's what it's called. Have yeah. a jolly swell winter. A gaggle, a chair with a fan dabby, a fan dabby Christmas. Mm-hmm. And a tip-top year. I've never heard the word fandabby, but... Oh, I have. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. That's a good word, yeah. It means... It's the same as atavistic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. And then mum and dad have written to Beth. We love you to the North Pole and back, mum and dad. And then lastly, our uh, screwdrivers to mum and dad, we wrote... Um... Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. It's the other way around. This is from mum and dad to us. I wish you all the best from the bottom of my heart. Have this so you'll think of me whenever we're apart. We're big into our poetry. Yeah, you're, you're 16. They're getting sentimental. Mm-hmm. I feel that we should spend a bit of time with these presents, Paul. Or do you think we need something else to link them uh, out? Should we scope the whole room out first and come back? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. The angle of the letters is, like you say, so the box number three it's hard to tell what that is, but yeah. it feels like you could sort of pick it up and hold it at a certain angle. Oh, yes. And also the letters are sort of under the ribbons, frustratingly. Mm. Mm. We, don't, we don't want to open presents, do we? Because that would ruin Christmas. Is that the case? Yes, I think so. I think if a bunch of presents were open, you'd be like, that wasn't Santa! <laughs> yeah. yeah, you consider it, but you dismiss it. You just don't really have much experience with unwrapping and rewrapping a whole bunch of presents so well that nobody suspects anything. These ones have been under the tree for days. Everyone knows exactly what they look like, except, annoyingly, which card went with which present. You didn't pay much attention to that. Mm. So, do you want to examine the presents a little bit more, Paul, or...? No, I think we should maybe see the rest of the room first, maybe. Well, look, how about we... I mean, I've been quite stressed this whole time about the spy camera. Mm. That makes sense. Can we go and check that it's on? Is it? Is it got a little red light? You do see a tiny little light on it. It's a very small camera. It's way too high for you to reach. That might not actually matter. You think you recognise it from some TV ads, a like, tech for kids set of products. And if it's the kind you're thinking, its feed connects directly to a computer and you control it from there. You knew it was a mistake giving Beth a laptop so young. Your parents insisted it was fine because it had some parental locks, but she can still do all sorts of sneaky things with it. So you say it's high up. Mm. If we stacked all the presents and climbed up, it'd be nice to cover it up, I think, maybe, mm. or, or at least do something with it. Are there things we could stack up and climb on, even push the sofa what back? What if we chuck a, chuck a stocking up? Yeah, drape it over it. All right, you take one of the stockings, you chuck it up, you have you have pretty good aim. So, uh, yep, you manage to hook it right over the spy camera. 
So that's good. At least you won't be recorded any further. Still have to do something about the fact that you've already been recorded, but that's a start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we look at the... Was there a coffee table in front of the couch? There was. It's a perfectly normal Ikea-style build, and you look a bit resentfully at the glass of milk that's there, but you don't see anything suspicious just by looking at it. Okay. And the sofa is a normal sofa? The trusty family sofa never lets you down. Should we do a quick look in the under the cushions? Yes. Down the sides. Just even in, in, the, in the chance of finding a coin, you know, it's unrelated to the, the It's task, always good. But... You're always going to be hustling. It's 2023. Stuff yes. always makes its way down the sides of the couch. You stick your hand down the right and you pull out, okay, the TV remote. Fair enough. You stick your hand down the left side and pull out another remote. You don't recognize this one. It's labelled with the letters A-S-E. You don't recognise that from any of your household electronics. Hmm. I do recognise two of those letters from presents, but not an A, so maybe unrelated. Do, do we want to press some buttons willy-nilly, or do we want to um, watch some TV for a bit, Paul? Maybe let's press some buttons willy-nilly. Oh, wait, first, first, <laughs> maybe watch one episode of Something Good. <laughs> so, yeah. I've seen Seinfeld, but I, I do like it. Yeah, it's and all... it's when you like a show, it's nice yeah. to rewatch it. You've got a hankering for some Seinfeld. You press the button to turn the TV on. Hit the Seinfeld button. Nothing happens. Eh. Does this remote feel a little light to you? Hang on a minute. <sighs> yeah, you check the back. There's no batteries in it. And then the ASE remote, same thing. No batteries. Oh, that's so annoying. Mm. Stupid mm. modern TVs, you can't turn them on at the TV either. I'm losing my, temp I'm, my temper and punching myself in the face. Oh, no. And again, I'm really regretting having just done that. <laughs> I need to like get these urges under control. You're 16, it'll take a while. It was with the burnt fist as well. which is <laughs> Yes, it's twice as painful. <sighs> Sorry, Paul. No, that's okay. that's okay. It's just I really wanted to watch Seinfeld with me. Yeah, no, I wanted to watch it too. So I understand the frustration. I had one thought about the presents, mm. but it might be stupid. Just oh. that a lot of the letters are the first letters of the lines. Like bar A, bar A, is there an A? I don't think there's an A. No, I don't see an A. Yeah. Why are you saying bar? Do you mean B? No, I mean like ignoring A. Oh, bar A. Sorry, yes. Bar yeah. A. Yeah, I sorry. I do. Because of the New Zealand accent, he was thinking like a sheep bar, I think. Are you That's from New it. Zealand, Paul? Yeah. Oh, dear. Reevaluating. <sighs> That's very old fashioned of you. <laughs> Modern people are from America. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Call me old school, but um, yeah, from New Zealand. So, bar A. Well, just like, okay, look, hope. So there's an H. Your turn having it back, there's a Y. In front, there's an I. T, there's a T, I think. Y, there's a Y. B, there's, I think, a B. H, and then I don't think there's an A. W, A. Then W, N. Okay, oh, this, is a, this is, I don't think there's anything in this. It might be a frustrating coincidence just of... Letters to use. Mm. No, I mean, I'd love to. I'm doubling mm. down. <laughs> <laughs> that is remarkable that it was all of them except A, though. Bar A. 
I would love right. to look at the presents more than in terms of the letters. Have you got any other angles of them or not? You can absolutely uh, turn them around, but, you know, that would multiply the number of letters that I would have had to come up with by several times, so I didn't. Fair enough. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Fair it, is, enough. it is a good reminder that the letters you can see are just the letters that we've shown. There are other letters on these. Mm. Have you have you got a lava lamp, Paul? In real life or in this escape room? Oh, I'm in real life. Not in real life, no. I'm wondering if any of them are ever battery-powered. It's a good point because we've got screwdrivers in one of them, so mm. we could open one up. It would mean opening multiple gifts. And yeah, I don't think it would. About that. I don't think it would be battery-powered. Most likely yeah. plug-in. Yeah. Have you okay. ever had? Um, have you ever had rice, Paul? I have had rice. Is it normally battery powered? Not in New Zealand. I imagine in America they have some fancy, fancy battery rice. You're still on wind up rice. Yeah, yeah. Battery chickens, battery rice. <laughs> <laughs> so we need um, we need some batteries, but oh, we need batteries. Oh, yeah. What else is in the room? So there, was there a door? The first door you said you said something that was in the southwest corner. The, the front door. And is that open? It's not open, thankfully. It would be okay. quite cold out there. It's been a snowy night. But okay. as far as you can tell, it looks normal and you're not worried about it being locked because it's a front door. It's easily unlockable from the inside without needing a key. And should we look at the TV briefly just to make sure there's nothing sort of... Like, yeah, I, I mean, mean the, physically yeah. the TV? Yeah, yeah, or we could kick it or headbutt it. Well, Before it's, it's we mounted that. quite high off the floor. It looks as it always does, but it would be a pretty good kick to get it. Is there a power button on the TV that we no, can press? No, stupid Damn. modern TVs. I started thinking Seinfeld was back on the menu. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. We've got these three bedroom doors as well. Mm. And wait, our bedroom door, is that locked? We no, your bedroom and... door is okay. not locked. You could certainly go back in there if there's any resources in there that you think could help you, but you can't think of anything off the top of your head right now. Uh, you don't typically keep battery stuff in your room. Your uh, door, wide open. The next one is Beth's, and then there's your parents. Both of those are closed. Luckily, you hear no sound coming from either of them. Mm. We don't want to dare tiptoe in, do we, yet? If you think that there's a good reason to, you're more than welcome to try. I mean, surely, like, the parents have an alarm clock or something. They love it's plug- it's a pl- It's a plug-in, though. Okay, it's a plug-in. Well, is it worth going into just to look in our room just in case, or we know what's in our room? You know what's in your room. Oh, yeah, I don't care about our room. I wouldn't mind having a look at mum and dad. You head for mum and dad's bedroom door and you reach for the handle, and just before you touch it, you freeze. You've spotted something, something that shouldn't be here. On the ceiling, facing down, is a cheap motion sensor. Again, you recognise it from those ads on TV. It's called the All-Seeing Eye, and it's marketed towards kids. Beth must have bought this while you were all Christmas shopping earlier in the month. If you open the door and set it off, she'll probably be given some sort of alert and will know that you're sneaking around. We've got our ASE. Is that battery op- operated? It might be remote control operated. Mm, the ASE will do that. So that's yeah interesting. You're saying if we touch it, she won't like that? I think we need to turn, we need to get the remote to turn it off so we can go into our parents' room. So batteries are really the... Could be key. Yeah, there's no Mm. Christmas lights on the the, tree. 
What about the, is the ca- is the camera battery operated? Uncertain. Presumably, it must have some sort of battery, but honestly, it's small enough that you don't mm. think it's going to be the same sort of battery. Okay. Little mm. watch batteries. Yeah. Are any of the uh, any of the suites actually batteries? Interesting. You've heard that as a thing to be worried about on Halloween, but no, as far as you can tell, they're normal. Could we have a sweet anyway? Could we eat a sweet? Yeah, please? all right. They might they might notice, but that's okay. They're not counting all thirty, I think. Good. No. And we'll chuck the wrapper in the fire, won't we? Makes sense. Mm. Burn the evidence. We might regret eating. We might regret eating that, but I I I'm okay with regrets. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, your stomach's I still it. not in a good way. You're really pushing the limits of how powerful lactate can be. Hmm. Is it, wait, um, what about the Christmas tree? Does that have a star on top? Is that battery powered in some way? No, it's not lit up or anything. <laughs> okay. It's just a stick okay. on. And there's no lights. But, so just looking at the tree on its own doesn't really give you much. I'm looking at the tree and the pictures on the wall. You grab one of those family photos mm. and we're going to get an image of that now because you hold it so that you're looking at the real tree and the photo at the same um, time. Okay, so something's going on. Again, this is a photo, so I should hope that it's photorealistic. I forgot we look like eggs. Yeah. So you can now see in this photo, you as your family with your little egg heads uh, in front of what looks like the same Christmas tree. Oh, it's definitely the same Christmas tree. But is it exactly the same? Hmm. Um. According to Bill in the playtest, yes, it is exactly the oh same. Oh my gosh, this this no, is no the blue, spot. red, and white stripy one in the middle has different stripes. Ah. It goes red, blue, white, blue, red in the past, and in the present, it goes red, blue, white, red, blue. Well spotted. Ooh, Billy well did not spotted. spot that one. Oh, that took me so long. <laughs> well, also, you... Alex just saw it as a dog, so. <laughs> yeah. What's this stripy dog doing here? <laughs> you pluck down that bauble and you examine it closely. Yeah, something is definitely wrong with it. It's uh, not quite the same as it used to be. Like something has twisted and made it a bit different color organization-wise. You didn't realize this before, but it turns out that this thing can screw open and closed at a diagonal angle. So you unscrew it. Whew. Inside there's a blister pack of lactate. Okay, well that's a relief. You're pretty sure you were almost running out of time, but it can probably take effect. Phew. But man, not really helpful with your other problems yet. Is there anything else? I mean, the little snowman is chi- slightly changing position. Oh, yeah. Huh. You notice that. It looks... Again, like the top and bottom halves this time are not properly aligned, as if someone had screwed and unscrewed it and not put it together quite as much as they should have. You grab this one, you unscrew it, and inside is a fresh two-pack of AA batteries. Eat them. Ah, no. Throw no, them no, in the fire. No. All right, that's Candy. good. I'm glad we found them. Yeah. I don't know about you, but maybe in the normal remote, and let's watch some Seinfeld. Yeah. It's about time. So at last you turn on the TV. There's a fleeting moment of panic as you worry about the volume, but luckily it doesn't default to a regular channel, but one of the wireless input channels. And your eyes widen. The TV is connected to Beth's laptop. 
<gasps> and you have remote control over it. Amazing. You'll be able to access her programs from here. Well, except that the first screen that you reach is a lock screen that needs a password. There's a hint available. When you click it, it doesn't make you feel too much better. The hint is mum's bag. Yeah, right. Better to just watch some Seinfeld for a while first. So um, you turn on the episode, uh, the note, and or the, the note, the letter, and uh, you have a good laugh. Okay. I'm thinking switch remotes, go into the parents' room, look in mum's bag. You can absolutely do that. You approach your parents' door carefully, you aim, you, you swap the batteries over, and uh, you press the main button on that remote while pointing at the motion sensor, and you see the little light on the side of it switch off. All seeing eye shuts down. <laughs> you open the door slowly, you know that the door creaks, and you probably can't walk too far inside without waking them because their floor creaks as well, and then they'll ground you no matter what your excuse. So you just peek in and you look you look there sitting on the dresser there is mum's bag is the password inside it do you have to go rifling around in there yeah beth probably wouldn't do that so you just look you don't really pay much attention to mum's bags but now that you see this one it's got a bit of a pattern yes so for people at home you can see mum's bag but uh alex would you like to describe it for the audience I would like to. It's a beautiful shade of lavender. It's got seven symbols, two top corners. It has a rectangle, two rectangles, but uh, with a line in the middle. And there's the same shape at the bottom in the middle. And then we have four sets of double letters that are mirror reflections of each other. XX, SS, PP and NN, all of which are on the presents? I don't know. Mm. Not quite, no, they're not. But interesting. X, P, N, S. And those, I guess the other ones could be E's facing each other. Oh, yeah. Or the Ukraine flag. We're all thinking about it. Mm. Ah, so the, that's an anagram of expense. Oh, really good. Yeah. It's not even an anagram if you go down and then up again. It just it's, is the yeah, word expense. Oh, it is yeah, the word wow. expense. I think the word expense counts as an anagram of the word expense. Interesting. You can rearrange two of the E's and you'd be fine. It's just the easiest, the easiest anagram. Yeah. Expense is the word expense backwards. And then if you flip that one backwards again, like 360. Whoa, whoa, slow down. That's true. Mm. So do we want to try, try expense as a password? No, I think you should try sex pens. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think that's, that makes sense as a password. It makes expense. So where are you typing this in? Into the uh, TV. Right. You go back to the TV, use the remote, you laboriously press the arrows so that you get to those letters on the on-screen keypad, and you get it typed in, and it's accepted. A new screen pops up, and you see what you've got. Your attention is immediately drawn to linked devices, which does indeed have the spy camera listed. You should be able to disable it and delete footage. Okay, it it looks like in order to do so, you need to press some of the weird buttons on the TV remote. You know, those ones in the middle that nobody ever touches? And you have no idea which one deletes the footage. You would be willing to experiment, but you also see on screen there's an option to upload footage to the cloud, an option to email it to yourself, a couple of options that would ruin everything if you press the wrong button. Luckily, 
you're usually the techie one in the family, so the instruction pamphlet for the TV, you know that it's in your bedroom. There is no problem at all there. Nothing could go wrong. But just to be sure, before committing to anything else, you press back and you see what else is here. There is one more thing. There is a document you can open on this laptop. I think this is the last image. Uh, yes, so peop- uh, people, I, you know, people at home, you don't need to see. This is mostly just text that we're going to get somebody else to read. So, uh, Paul, would you like to read out what this note is for people at home? Proof against Santa. If fire is still going in the morning, he did not come down chimney. No Santa. <gasps> Alex, do you want to do the next one? If anyone in family gets sick, they drank the milk. No Santa. <gasps> If any locks or door traps are deactivated, no Santa. <gasps> if anyone in capital letters doesn't get their present, no Santa. Open brackets. Same if he can't solve my secret card message. Close brackets. Uh, open bracket. Obviously. Close bracket. If my recording shows anyone but Santa, no Santa. It's a pretty reasonable list. And hey, you've already fixed one of these things. That second dot point about the milk. You've already worked with that because you have stopped yourself from getting sick. Mm -hmm. All right. So we know what we need to do now, Paul, to save Christmas. We've got one, two, three, four more things. Yeah. Do you want to piss on the fire? Sorry. Um, Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, children. The one sip of milk that you had did not put enough in you. Oh, okay. We need to put out the fire, mm. which is now really raging because we put some, uh, added some fuel. Um, okay. Do we, can I ask how much milk, how much milk's left in the glass? Three quarters of a glass. Probably every, not enough to put out. As fire. everybody knows, fire requires one full glass of milk mm. to put out. Mm, damn. Do we need to regurgitate the milk? Or milk, milk, is there a cow in the room? There has been. You solved the first puzzle. <laughs> that coffee table doesn't look quite right. Yeah. Okay. But can we just talk about this, Paul? So just checking. So we think we have to put the fire out. We have to make sure we don't deactivate locks or door traps. Yeah. We have to make sure everyone gets a present. So we need to make sure the presents are properly labeled. And we make, make sure we delete the recordings. Yes. Same if you can't solve my secret card message. Hmm. Okay, so we haven't done the secret card message. So is that uh, on the presence? Yeah, maybe. Maybe is it just like with the the? Oh no, because that would be a present message. I was thinking with the letters. Yeah, it definitely says card. So there's definitely something mm. to do with the cards as well. Just to uh, recall, one of these things you're pretty sure that you can do, basically right away, without much effort. Well, you could turn the um, the all-seeing eye back on, I guess. Oh, yeah, you can definitely do that. Probably a good okay. idea. Just that was not it. To make sure. Uh, but no, it was the one about erasing the footage. Oh, okay. Should we pop in and get the pamphlet? I think so, yeah. No time to lose. You know exactly where it should be. So you race into your room. You rummage around the right desk drawer until you find it. Fantastic. Yep, it's all there. You memorize the buttons that you need to press. You put the pamphlet back. You head out. Couldn't have been simpler. Although as you do, what's that on the floor in your doorway? It's like a piece of very fine broken thread. Hair thin, you're lucky you saw it. It's a door trap. 
Yeah. She's tied a thread down low in front of your door, so if you were to leave your room during the night, you'd walk into it and snap it, which is exactly what you've done. A giant boulder falls (sighs) from the ceiling and begins rolling towards you. So, uh, yeah, you've just uh, actually added slightly to your problems while solving one. Oh. You're going to have to keep an eye out for some thread. Yeah. Okay. 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 But you can still delete that footage. Oh, yeah. Let's delete that footage. Yeah, let's delete that footage. You, all of the panic uh, about the door trap hasn't erased the, your memorization of the buttons, so you press them. Great. Footage gone. And it's not recording anymore. No, well, you put a stocking over it, so no. Right. Uh, at the moment, your biggest problem is solved. Okay. Paul? Yeah. What should we do? Okay. Sorry, back to the list. There's a lot. Maybe the secret card message? Or do we not yeah, have enough I'd to like go to look off? At I think let's look at the ones, the ones just from Beth then. Yeah. Which is your turn having it back for a year. Feels pretty on the nose. The other Frustratingly, one like... uh, Beth did uh, m- most of the card buying this year. So it could be in any or all of them. Uh, I see. Okay. Should we just have a little look over and see? Yeah, capital letters or something. Um, it's weird that some have, like, her poem has no punctuation. Like, in terms of, hmm. In front of you's the greatest gift. You is. Yeah, that, that's a weird, a weird bit. That's a yeah. weird bit of phrasing. Sure. I'll tell you what we've got also. We've got top in the two mum and dad one. And bottom Ooh. in the from mum and dad bit. Oh, we've got, wait, we've got north. This? We've got north. Oh, in the other yeah. And we've got back this is good. in the second back. one. And top, tip top new year. We've got two tops. Bottom, another bottom. Two backs and two bottoms. Oh, no, that's, sorry, it's the same uh, bottom. Uh, I should have just. We've got, we've got front. And a front and a bottom. Yeah, we've got mm. front, bottom, two backs and two tops. That's a weird body. This feels relevant, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, it feels very relevant. Should we... I wonder if we could... Well, I was wondering if we should stack the presents in some way. But... Yeah, I was just looking if you could spell top, top, back, back, front, bottom. The presents do have fronts, backs, tops and bottoms. Mm. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, so, so let's go... Present one will go... So the top is what an I. Yeah, but how can you? How do you, you know which that? card goes with that present? Oh, yes, that's a good point. That's Are we a allowed good point. to pick pick them up and at least? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we know that the lightest one is going to be the lottery card, don't we? Absolutely. Uh, that's you, a good you give that a thought. go, and uh, presents one, two, four, and five. You don't really notice anything about their weights. Present three is so heavy you almost drop it, which is a bit embarrassing. Present six. That one you lift like it weighs nothing. Um, so we think six. three must be screwdrivers and six must be lotto card. Do you think? Yeah. Six Present is... three feels heavier than you remember when you bought those screwdrivers. It's not the scr- it's not the it's not that then. L- lava lamp or rice and it depends. How much do we you remember how much rice there was? It was just a pretty small bag. Small bag. So not that. Can we shake it and see if there was any liquid in it? Absolutely. You gently shake the presents. Present one sloshes a bit. 
Presents two and four rattle a little bit. Three and six don't make much noise. And again, three is a bit hard to lift. Present five sounds a bit like maracas. Uh, nice. <laughs> what are we sure about? Six is the lotto tickets. Present one sloshes. One's one is lava lamp. lamp. Five is rice, I think. Yeah. yeah. And sure. then we've got three, two, and four. And what else? We know the screwdrivers. Yeah, you know you got screwdrivers. Beth said she got your parents something that they both love, and your parents said they got Beth something or things that she would grow into in some way that wasn't clothes. And can you just remind me, between three, two, and four, is there anything, you know, that feels like a screwdriver in terms of weight it's or sound? It's hard to say. Two and four both sound believable for that. Mm, they they both sound quite similar in the way That's they rattle. Okay, well, let's let's do our one, six, and five and at least put them in order with the top and bottom business. Yeah, great thought. So one is Lava Lamp, which was to Beth, isn't it? From um, Yes, the Lava Lamp is to Beth from... Oh, I can't remember. Do we re Can we from remember you. that? From us. Oh, from us, mm -hmm. sorry. Okay. So that should be... Look at the letter on the top. So that's the I. Yeah. That's good. Then six, the lotto scratch card was to us from mum and dad. Mm -hmm. So that is um, the bottom. Can we look at the bottom letter of six? You flip it upside down and you find an R written there. An R. I-R. And then number five is the box of rice. So that was to us from Beth. So we want to look at the back of that, I think. Back. You flip it and you see an A. Finally, an A. I-R-A. Right, so it's something to do with the I-R-A. That's well, Christmassy. Going from one to six, you would have I something 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 A-R. Well, maybe. No, I think it's something about the I-R-A. It could be about the I-R-A. Famously, is, um, we love talking about the I-R-A on this show. There is one thing in the room that could have used uh, a hint more inspection of it from a new angle that might help you out here okay mm. so we haven't didn't get much from oh we got stuff from the sofa we're happy with that mm -hmm. but we didn't get much from the yeah. coffee table mm. should we look closer at the coffee table you give the coffee table a bit of a closer inspection and oh, what's this you feel around the underside and you find a small magnet under there wicked great to the to the boxes to find the screwdrivers or eat it. No, I Ooh. think we'll do that soon. Mm. But I think first we should use it. Present four lightly pulls against its packaging when you run a magnet over it. Great. Okay. Now we eat it. You eat it in celebration, and we don't get ill. No, Thank lactate you. cures all of this. So we've um, got four on screwdrivers, and so that's us to our parents, mm -hmm. which is our top. I believe. Mm -hmm. Top of four, which is a so top of four, tea? please. We can sort of see that, can we? Is that a T? Oh, it is a mm. T. Okay, so one, two, three, four. Surely we can figure out this word. Yeah, but well, you should solve some more puzzles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's two boxes left, but we don't know what's inside them because it's Beth to the parents and the parents to Beth. Is that correct? Mm. Oh, yes. I think I know what it says, but I should keep it quiet. That's fine. Yeah, go for it. I what think it's two words, and I think it's going to say in star. You are, sorry, I, uh, we, well, very clever. 
How high is the star on the tree? It's a little bit high, but you can just reach it. So, yeah, sure. I mean, surely not. The bauble's okay, but something in the star and... What do you know? The star unscrews as well. You had no idea. Where do your parents buy these things? You pop it open and inside is curled up a piece of paper. And there's words burn. in Beth's so handwriting. Burn it? burn it before we look at it? Makes sense. That's fair. Uh, I, can I just um, stop myself from doing that real quick? Yeah, it's, sure. it's like liar, liar with the pen. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I calm myself down by saying, once I've used it, I can eat it. <laughs> Always works. <laughs> Add you it to the read. cauldron of your stomach. Dear Santa, if that is your real name, I'm not so sure. But if you are real, you've been awfully nice to everyone. I'm going to leave you something under my bed. With your magic, I'm sure you can get to it. And suddenly you're starting to realise what she meant by if anyone doesn't get their presents. Oh. She won't believe in Santa. So Santa needs to get the present. As in, we need to get the present. Hmm. Is it... Wait, so back just to the TV briefly. So we need to put out the fire still. Mm-hmm. And we, have, we haven't got sick. Nope, sickness cured. We need the thread. Mm. We need the thread. The recordings w- should be fine. Yep, done. That's okay. Good. Well, should we go to her room? Yeah, I'd be keen to look out for door traps on the way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You Likewise. keep a much closer eye out this time. So carefully, very carefully, you open Beth's door as much as you dare. Her bed is right across the other side of the room. She's definitely fast asleep. But you look at the floor and you balk at the sight. Her entire bedroom floor is littered with toys. They're everywhere, and heaps of them are loud toys. But the slightest touch will make them make noise. You are afraid to walk around in there this late at night. You're tired. You don't trust your coordination. Okay. Mm. Perhaps if you had something smaller that could do the job for you. Yeah. What's in the presence? Well, we don't want to open the presents. No. That's it. You did only look at the six regular presents. Ah. The one big one. Let's look at it. The one big one, it's unmistakable, way bigger than the others, wrapped differently to make it seem like it came from somewhere else. And you are aware of what it is. Your parents let that one slip. It's a remote-controlled snowplow. (laughs) Wow. It's pretty cool. You wish it had been around when you were seven. Should we use it to bring us the present? You hesitate again. You start looking to unwrap it, but mm, your fingernails aren't sharp enough to get underneath the tape around all the edges. If you keep trying this way, it'll rip. It'll be completely obvious that someone has unwrapped it. One present you think you could unwrap and rewrap in this time, but yeah, your, your fingers just aren't good enough to do the job. Mm-hmm. Can I check with these stockings? Mm-hmm. Could we use them for either getting thread to make to remake the door trap, or could we tie them together as a lasso <laughs> to, to sort of hook the present from under the bed? That seems extraordinarily difficult beyond your nighttime capabilities, and the thread doesn't quite match. That's annoying. Yeah, maybe instead it's worth focusing on the fire problem. Mm. Yeah, put a fire out. Um, mm. Let's just try blow on it really hard. Mm-mm. Oh, that makes it bigger. Ooh, okay. We suck, suck, suck. Yeah. 
Oh no, now there's fire inside your lungs. You fool! Um, we've, got, we've got the milk. Does mum or dad have a glass of water by their bed? Yeah. Even if they did, you can't go in there with their creaky floors. Our bedroom? No, it's just, there's not enough water anywhere in your availability inside the house. Is there a window? Mm, no, no windows in this room that are unlocked. Okay. But did you say the front door was open? It's it's snow not open, but openable, and oh yes, there is snow out there. Oh, I think we're scooping up some snow. Mm, really good. You head to the front door and open it. Sure enough, cold winter wind hits you. There is a lot of snow on the ground. And your front door has a chintzy garland on it made of preserved leaves and thread and fake berries stuck to it, so uh, they're arranged so they spell the word joy. You're about to take another step to get some snow when you freeze. You're standing on something. There's something that's not just doormat. You look down and see your bathroom scales. Why did Beth put these on the front doorstep? They shouldn't be outside. They're new and fancy. They're electronic and they have all sorts of fancy features. They've got personal health profiles. They send exercise alerts to your phone. They text you positive affirmations when when you step off the scales. They send the active profile holder a text. And you're pretty sure the active profile holder is going to be Beth. You knew your parents shouldn't have given her a mobile phone. (laughs) You have to turn the scales off before the text gets sent and wakes her up. So for the moment, you are frozen to the spot. You bend down. You see there is a reset option on these scales, but when you press it, it asks for a code. Cold, desperate, and without moving, you twist around and tape to the doorframe, you see a post-it. I'm pretty sure Santa wouldn't want to wake me up with an alert. That's okay. I'll forgive him if he fixes the lolly situation. Everyone gets an even number. Kids always get more than adults. Mum gets half of me and dad gets half of my sibling. And I should get the most, but I don't, which is so unfair. Uh, I might need you to repeat that. Fair enough. A hundred times, please. (laughs) Everyone gets an even number. Okay. Kids always get more than adults. Yeah. Mum gets half of Beth, and Dad gets half of Bradlehem. And Beth says, I should get the most, but I don't, which is so unfair. Right. And can I check, when it says lollipops, do you mean uh, the Just sweets? lollies. So, yeah, yeah sweets. So sweets. I see. One of which we may or may not have eaten. Yeah. That's okay. You still know that they're worth 30. Okay, so everyone gets an even number. And wait, yeah. so this thir- oh, math is not my strong suit. Luckily, as far as maths goes, this is the guess and checky kind. Yeah, so let's try. If you so had four and eight and six and ten. Oh, sorry, six and twelve. I'm saying if mum got four and Uh-oh. dad got six. Yes. So Those are even numbers, so it's a good start. Yeah, so that's great. So it would be. That gives us 30. How much does mum have? I think we might have just fluked it there. <laughs> I yeah. think you may have. <laughs> if mum got four and dad gets six, Beth gets eight, and like we get 12. Does that follow all the rules? Wait, four, mm. 12. Oh, but wait, how many numbers is the code? Do we know? No, just type in oh, okay. numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so wait, how many did dad get? Six. Yeah. And 
uh, Beth gets eight. So that would be four, one, two, eight, six. You plug that into the scales and the screen goes blank. <laughs> you got it straight you away. nailed it. <laughs> so great, you can move again and good thing too, because it is cold out here. Um, Paul, how did you know which order those numbers went in? Because she said earlier and I, I, I wrote it down. The, the order, order of the of stockings. stockings. Yes. Wow. Sorry, the stocking. Yeah. Well done, Paul. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes, I'll confirm the well done. <laughs> I, I did it well. Um, so great, you're free. Cool. Really Snow cool. on the fireplace? Snow on the fireplace. Can I just, while we're there, should we grab the thread from the wreath? Good oh, thinking. yes. Really there, good thought. There is a loose bit of thread that you can pull right out, and it looks very close to the one that was in front of your door. So you'll have that. And you also scoop up against your chest a bunch of snow. Doesn't feel great against your pyjamas, but that's the price you pay. I'm very glad you remember that thread. I was worried that because the call dropped, you wouldn't have remembered that little keyword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've put... Are we putting the snow straight on the fire, Paul? Yeah. You dump it all into the fireplace. The loud sizzle of quenching flames makes you a bit worried, but you still don't hear any stirring from the bedrooms. And after a minute, the snow has mostly melted and it has taken the fire with it. Smoke drifts up the chimney. You look down and... Ooh, what's this? You see uh, a little bit of the charred remains of your lolly wrapper, of your sweet wrapper, so you quickly pick that up. Maybe you'll just take that with you. Hide the evidence a bit better. Uh, But you also see something else, a silvery glint, and you push aside a little bit of snow, and it's a small, delicate paint scraper. Your parents' Both of them are hobbyist artists, so it's one of theirs. Now that you think of it, your parents do complain about having no art supplies when they're searching for them. No wonder if they keep ending up in the fire. Oh, maybe that's what Beth got them. Some new art supplies. That could sound like screwdrivers. Yeah. But either way, you now have a small, delicate paint scraper. I don't really know what a paint scraper is. Is it a toothbrush type It would be sort of shape? little bit of a very flat narrow metal on a toothbrush style stick so the one thing we need to do paul or at least one of the things is to retrieve the present from under the bed yeah i'm not sure you can use a paint scraper for that oh but we could use it to open the wrapping maybe that we we didn't have fingernails for yeah paint scraper is small and dainty but extremely sharp Uh, maybe being in the fire honed it a bit And so it barely touches the present before the tape gently peels away. It's so neat. You won't even have to get new tape to replace it later. Pretty soon you've opened it up and you can take out the sleek toy snowplow and its handheld controller. So this thing is small enough to fit under a bed, is it, this snowplow? Yes, it is. And clever enough that you can activate a snowplow to scoop up something. Wow, okay. It's written on the side of the box. It's like articulating scoop, small enough to fit under a bed. Does it also say almost silent? You give it a bit of a test first to see how silent it is. It is very quiet, which is perfect. But it would still make a lot of noise if it hit one of the noisy toys. And even more concerningly, its movement is a bit weird. So it can go forward, backward, left and right, just fine. But it seems to get locked into a direction once you've picked it. So like, on the controller, when you push forward, it keeps going forward until it hits something. And only then can you change its direction. 
Huh. All right. You, you still know that you've got to do this somehow. So you put it at the door to Beth's room. You get it ready. And then you analyze the bedroom floor a little bit. And this is your last image. Oh, cool. Uh, so, yes, for people at home, looking at this diagram, which is almost like a path from the door to the bed, and you get a big section of open floor surrounded by loud green obstacles. If it ever left this area and went off to the side, it would hit something noisy. In the middle, there's a bunch of labelled blue obstacles, which if you ran into them, there wouldn't be any noise. Uh, and so it's sort of a... Uh, if anyone's played a classic sort of ice physics puzzle in a video game, it's a similar idea. You can slide until you hit a blue obstacle and slide until you hit another blue obstacle to try and get from the door to the bed. Mm -hmm. Can you find a path, he asks. Can I just do a little test on it? So I'm go if we just go straight forward, we hit that blue thing, we go mm -hmm. straight back, we end up at the door again. Yes. I was just testing it works. Great. So it feels like, Paul, we've got to go straight forward to hit that blue thing. Yeah. And then Agreed. we have no choice the but only to go option. left. We have to go left Agreed. there. So let's do that and end up in yeah. column, column five. Great. Yeah. You bump against a quiet obstacle, and then you have some decisions to make. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I guess, Paul, we both just do a little playing at home yeah. with our pens. So, and so I'll go... I'll go back towards the door and you go towards the bed. Okay, then. Good We're idea. not doing it yet, by the no. way. We're just, no. we're just looking. <laughs> Planning. So as they plan silently to themselves, figuring out the best path, I will tell you that I had a lot of fun with this in the playthrough. Oh, I've done it, Paul. <gasps> Some people yeah, don't nice. like I was going to say, my way, both ways were no good. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this works. Uh, so uh, uh, would you like to describe your correct path? Sure. Alex? So from where we just were, we want to go towards the bed, so up. Yep. We hit another blue thing pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Then we want to turn right. Nice. Ooh, pow. And a little corner between two blue things. Yeah. And at that point, we want to go up. Oh, gunk. You hit another corner between two blue things. And then we want to go left, because we have ah, to. Oh, you go gunk. past the bed. Yeah, say goodbye to the bed as you go past it, but you hit another blue thing. But we go down. Ah, gunk. You've hit another blue thing. We go right. And you've gone right, and you hit a blue thing that lines you perfectly up with the bed column. And then we we go up to the bed. Up, you to, go the up bed. to the bed. Snowplow slides along its path, and then it halts at the edge of a something that must be the present. So you press the scoop button on the remote, and then, oh, hang on, can you get back out from the bed? Paul, do you want to take us home? Okay. <laughs> It's not quite it's gonna, reverse. Uh, your... Yeah, it is not going to be reverse. No. Well, there's only one option oh, at the oh, start. Oh, no, it's quite, easy. it's quite easy, though. It's, okay, straight to that blue one in front of the bed. All nice. the way down. You passed some of those stops you made yes. on the way, and you bonk into a blue obstacle. Okay, I can only go um, to our right. Great. The um, car's left, though. I'll go with the car. The car's <laughs> left. And I'm going to go across and hit that. Bonk. Oh, oh, I'm actually struggling here. Oh, yeah. No, then I can go. Sorry. Then I can go forward and hit that one. Down. Sorry, turn yep. right. Yep. <laughs> then turn left. Then turn right. And then and I'm out the door. And you're back at the door. Yeah. Fantastic. Bounce your way back down to the door. Okay, great. And honestly, you have checked off now everything on the checklist. 
you've still got the minor issue of the thread. So you quickly go back to your bedroom door and you reassemble that. But from there, you have done everything. You gently close Beth's door. You repackage the snowplow box and wrapping paper. You make sure that you've reset all of the traps perfectly. And quite frankly, now you just creep back into your room and collapse and fall asleep. The next morning, Beth, of course, is awake first. You hear some jingling and jangling as she packs up all her makeshift alarms in her room. She yells at you and your parents not to leave your rooms until she's inspected the outsides and turned things off and gotten rid of stuff. And needless to say, she looks deeply unsatisfied so far. Especially when she goes onto the TV to try to review the camera footage and there is nothing there. And then she cleans up the biscuits and the half-drunk milk and she gives you all a very suspicious look. You think she's listening, trying to hear if any of your stomachs are upset. Needless to say, though, your parents are thrilled. And that means you get a great Christmas. The presents, the ridiculous amount of food. It was a set of weights that your parents got for Beth. Apparently they want her to bulk up, but she's not (laughs) strong enough for them yet. Uh, Everyone is in such a good mood. Your parents even let you spend an hour video chatting with friends instead of 100% family time. And Beth may be disappointed by her failed sting, but she's pretty pleased with how the day goes. So right before dinner, she sighs and says, I hope everyone really enjoys their presents, especially Santa. Did you know I left one for him? It was really good too. The present? You, You fell asleep last night. You didn't even consider opening it up. Well, no time like the present. Uh, You excuse yourself and you go to your room. You bring the mystery present into the middle of the floor and you start unwrapping. What's this? There are two separate things wrapped up here, one on top of the other. The top one is quite large. It's a model of the Thunderbird station and the rocket releases dominoes. (gasps) Wow. You didn't even know Beth knew you wanted this. How did... Wow. All right, you put it aside and wait a second. No, don't you can't say help it. but grin a little. Don't say it. She she knew it was you sneaking around as Santa and she orchestrated this whole thing. That's why the solutions to the puzzles were hidden around everywhere as well. This was just one big elaborate way to give you a present without letting your parents know. This is really considerate for such a little kid. So <sighs> All right, you look down, you look at the second wrapped package in there. It's small, it's hard to see. Uh, So you lift it up and you unwrap it and glitter. (laughs) Glitter and glue everywhere. It is a glitter bomb and it's all over you. Uh, Dinner, you hear your mum call. Yeah, Beth Beth is real considerate. (laughs) And that is the end of this story. Congratulations. That's Christmas, a lovely Christmas, end. Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, I mean, That's... I'm, I'm slightly annoyed I didn't get the Spielberg Lego, but well, that tiny camera that they were using, yeah, that was from the set. Thank you for listening to Escape This Podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week for Podcast This Escape, where we debrief with our guest and discuss the escape room that we just escaped from.